the protectors of the wood podcast. The destruction of our planet is becoming real life. Remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts. This podcast tells the story of misfit teenagers struggling to band together and help our world through this crisis. Episode number 54. Phoebe and her friends organize their plans. Abby smiled. I'll do everything I can to be here with you. They all looked at her in surprise and happiness. No one had expected such warmth and commitment from Abby. I feel the same way. I do too. And I think you all know how I feel. Phoebe looked at the group and let a few moments go by. Abby, since you have the most experience with these observation posts and spies, how would you suggest we all leave here tonight? We've got, let's say, five minutes to decide. At least one of us, probably me, has to visit Sammy by 15 minutes to 10. That's easy. They're used to seeing the boys together, and it's no surprise that they should be here, though we are very late. But still, it's really only me who makes this meeting dangerous. The three of you should just leave through the front door and go about your business. I'll sleep for a couple of hours here in the dark and slip out the back. The door will lock behind me. It's true that Phoebe's supposed to close the padlock on the inside before she leaves. She can say she forgot, or do it before Gilligan gets here in the morning. How could you possibly know that? I know you. I know you have an obsessive boss, and I look carefully at the back door. Phoebe nodded, amazed. It seems so simple when you explain it. Okay, seems like a good plan to me. But we hate to leave you here in the dark. And where will you go after midnight? It's not fair to you. Can't we do something more normal? Jeremy, can you bring us to the gas station for the night? Phoebe noticed that Abby was blushing. I wish, but no, we can't do something more normal. At least not now. Think about what I told you earlier. Let me play this out my own way. George nodded. When will we see you again? At least by Friday. But, but, that's going to be a setup, a trap, you know. Like Robin Hood going to the tournament to win golden arrows. The sheriff knows he can't resist. And surrounds the place with his men. Murphy is going to do the same thing. I can't just stay away from town. I'll have no life. That's what my parents did. Do you want to be like your parents? (laughs) What can we say to that? And... You're the escape artist. You know best. Uh, But 
It's 9.40, and we can't miss Sammy. We just can't. Leave Sammy to me. It's less suspicious all around if I go alone. We'll walk out together. You guys drive off, and I know what to do. They stood up and embraced. Phoebe scrambled around, throwing away containers, straightening up and turning out the lights. In two minutes, Phoebe, Jeremy, and George were out on the street, leaving Abby hidden in the darkness. Without wasting a second, Phoebe walked a few steps to the coffee shop and pulled on the door. It was locked. The lights were on and she could see Sammy cleaning the grill behind the counter. She rapped on the glass and Ellie came into view and opened the door. Hey, what's up? I gotta talk to Sammy. I'm glad you're still here. Phoebe walked to the counter. Hey, Sammy. I need two minutes. Hey, kiddo! Shoot! He kept on scrubbing the grill. You know, Sammy, sometimes I feel like I'm your partner, just in the way we do things and what we're trying to do. He stopped cleaning and turned to face her. (sighs) Go on, I'm listening. Well, I need to talk over some things with you. But it's a little sketchy where the information comes from. Uh, uh, I've got a little coffee left. Let me finish the grill and we'll sit down for this one. Ellie was carrying black garbage bags to the front of the store. Phoebe gave her a hand and they brought them out to the curb. In a few minutes, Sammy had two mugs waiting at a small table. He thanked Ellie and sent her home. Phoebe sat down opposite him. You may not need the cream. That's breakfast mixture there. Specialty of the house. I'm honored. They sipped the thick brown liquid. Now, I want to know about anything important to me no matter where the information comes from. Okay, here are a couple of questions. What if you knew the police would inspect this place during Friday's concert, looking for problems of all sorts? Maybe fire code violations, overcrowding, entertainment or cabaret permits, the presence of alcohol, Crowds on the sidewalk, whatever. How prepared would you be? And is there anything you could do in advance to be more prepared? Or maybe you'd like to cancel or postpone a concert to avoid a trap of some sort. What do you think? Oh! He smiled at her. His old face looked pale and tired, but his eyes danced with interest. 
"'Oh, I see what you mean. "'I would like to know the source of all that. <laughs> "'Well, you've become a key player in a hurry. "'Wasn't it uh, just a couple of weeks ago you had nothing to do?' <laughs> "'I'm trying.' "'Well, all right, then. Let's get down to business. "'It's not as if I haven't thought about these problems. "'This week alone I've spent hundreds of dollars on lighting and electricity. "'Some of that's fire code stuff. "'I'll admit I didn't expect such a crowd last week. "'I know we were over capacity. Ninety-five people is all we're allowed, "'and I'm sure we broke, oh, let's say, uh, Hundred and ten? I know it was a bit dangerous. Actually, I have been thinking about consulting you. Maybe we need staff on security detail for this concert. With someone at the front with a counter and a strict limit. Maybe we need a plan to keep the sidewalk from getting rowdy. Uh, maybe we should request a police officer to stand at the door and make sure no one brings in alcohol. Uh, something that would show everyone that we're on the level. Is this the kind of thing you have in mind? Yes, absolutely. So, you aren't interested in canceling or putting it off? No, 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 I'm not. I'm old. The only thing I fear is not doing my best these last years, and then regretting it when it's too late. I've got nothing to lose but giving up. Let them defeat me, but I'm not going to crawl away without a fight. I know we could all do a much better job with this world, and there's no other time to try than now. It's all I've got. Okay. Okay, I'm in this with you. We're partners, and we're going to face some big problems. So we've got to talk when that happens. And right now, I've got a suggestion. Call my dad's lawyer, Mr. Windeman. He lives in Half Moon somewhere. Find out every little thing they could use to harass you. Oh, now you're giving me a clearer picture. Real enemies are going to try to shut us down, even to the point of framing us. Is that it? Yes. Okay, I'll call Windeman. I know him pretty well already. Uh, I don't like him that much, but he can help us. This is war. What else do I need to know? My soccer kids in the backyard and my referee, Lewis, opened up your backyard as part of the field today. And now, I'm wondering if we're both in violation of some ordinance. Ask Wendeman about that, too. And when you're done, let me bring him over to Gilligan for more consultations. The people looking to shut down the coffee shop hate the toy store just as much. Uh, well, keep talking. I'll find staff for both the front and back doors and anything else you need. We'll keep the numbers legal. I like the idea of requesting a patrol officer from the chief. Or better yet, 
the man himself. That's a great idea. And if we get an outrageous crowd on the sidewalk, I'll try to move them to the backyard. They can hear the concert from there. Hmm, anything else? Is it possible that police might try looking for runaway teens? Or some similar thing that we can't defend against? Hmm, well, that doesn't sound like anything the chief would allow. At least not as an excuse to shut down the concert. No, it doesn't. But I see what you're getting at. You're hinting that Chief Santiago is not in control of this situation. And there's only one place I know of where you could have heard that. No, don't worry. I've already forgotten it. <laughs> we understand each other. Sitting at the table and facing the back of the store, Phoebe had been looking at the few remaining fruits and vegetables in the bins at the back wall. That's all you got left from what Chester was selling today? I thought I saw those tables piled high. <laughs> they were piled high, and we practically sold out, though I've got a few more things in the refrigerator. I moved everything out to the sidewalk, and people appeared like magic. <laughs> Some of them, I regret to say, might have come to town to shop at Scudder's and crossed the street to check out our superior produce. We sold more today than we normally do in a week. In fact, I'd like to borrow a few tables from you. We've got another delivery, maybe two, coming tomorrow morning. And we've got six good tables in the basement, and a few more shaky ones if necessary. What time will you need them? I'm here a lot earlier than you, and these food shoppers are out before 10 o'clock. We might extend the market up the sidewalk a bit in front of the toy store. I'll get here by 9.30 tomorrow. Uh, anything else? Uh, we better get some rest. Phoebe stood up. I don't know how you do it, Sammy. You work way more than me, and more than you used to. Oh, uh, well, I just get bored at home, all by myself. Besides, this kind of thing gives me energy. You know, a long, long time ago... I used to play high school football. I prepare for the game. Well, that's what I'm doing now. Sammy put the coffee cups behind the counter and began to turn out the lights. Phoebe stood by the front door. Her glance fell on a display in the front window that she hadn't noticed before. Whoa, what's this? <laughs> oh, that! He left the front window light on and stood next to Phoebe. It's sure been attracting attention. We call it the pumpkin tomato. There on the shelf at the front window sat the biggest tomato Phoebe had ever laid eyes on, displayed in all its grandeur on a white linen tablecloth over a large crate or box. It was the size of a Halloween pumpkin, 
and colored bright orange with some greenish streaks. We've got a little contest going. The customer with the closest guess of the tomato's weight gets to take it home for free. <laughs> wow, that is really something. But, well, forgive me for asking, but isn't that a bit provocative? She felt a rush of anxiety that this question might overstep the carefully drawn boundaries in her relationship with Sammy. They both knew what questions to avoid. And now, Phoebe had asked one, but she had her reasons. Sammy gave her a quick glance. Uh, I almost asked what you mean by that, but then I was afraid you'd answer. He looked her in the eye. Uh, you're right. It is a bit provocative. The thought occurred to me, but I just can't crawl anymore. I've spent years afraid to be myself. I like that tomato. I want to celebrate it. Let them attack me. They're attacking me anyway. They're attacking all of us, all the time, in a thousand ways. Let me ask you, do they really have the power if we fight back? I know it's a real question, a real danger. I'm not sure what the answer is, but I'm gonna find out. Sammy switched off the last light, and they stepped out onto the sidewalk. He snapped the front lock. Now, don't go thinking that I'm not a very, very careful man. I intend to call that lawyer tomorrow morning early and see him as soon as he's got 15 minutes to spare. I'm going to prepare for this game like our lives depended on it. <laughs> Maybe they do. Thanks, Sammy. I know you better now. Well, don't expect me to talk like this again. I don't know what got into me tonight. It's fine with me. See you in the morning. Faces of people that we see 
mother, sister and brother Come outside and see one another Don't you think together we might find a way Cause I gotta say we can make it happen today How I feel Now I finally know that it's real, it's real And I think together We might find a way Cause I gotta say We can make it happen too I gotta say We can make it happen too I gotta say Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Find all our podcasts, songs, and projects on our website, protectorsofthewood.com. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts. <laughs>